happy Friday. Welcome back to the Colopsia podcast, and I'm your host, Sydney. And today I wanted to talk about failure. Well, hey everyone, I hope everybody's doing well this week. I did want to talk about failure this week because, as you guys know, um last week I had this exam and I was like ah I didn't do well and whatever but you know the grade got changed and everything because I don't think he made the exam very well but it made me think about failure a little bit more and it is a topic that I've thought a lot about just because of how you know extreme emotions that come from it can be and in my opinion failure is one of the best things that can happen to you. And, you know, failure is often characterized as a lack of success or an inability to meet a certain expectation. Or sometimes, you know, your inability to achieve something that, you know, you've taken all the steps, you should have been able to get it, but unfortunately, you weren't able to get it or achieve it or succeed. Um, And the way I see it is that there are two different ways to respond to failure. One way is a little bit more toxic to the psyche. You know, we often get, like, how do we react? We often get discouraged. We become afraid. We spiral. We're like, okay, what if I don't have the capacity to achieve this to begin with? What if I will fall behind, you know? What if I don't have enough time to achieve all that I want to achieve? For example, let's say that you applied for a job. And, you know, you're fresh out of college, you just, you went to high school, you went straight into college, you finished your four years, um, and you've gone through the application process, your advisors are telling you, yes, you're set for this, like, this is going to be perfect for you, you know, this is exactly your interest, you know, they're looking for someone who's fresh out of college, you know, that fresh insight, very up-to-date education, Um, maybe you've applied for jobs, particularly that are looking for your major, you know, you're, you're qualified for this job. Maybe you even went through a few interviews, you know, you gave it your all, you tried to be personable. Maybe you're even optimistic, you know, you're optimistic about your acquisition of the job. You're like, okay, I feel like I'm going to get this. Like, I feel like I've got this down. But then you get an email. And it says, unfortunately, we've decided to go in a different direction. Now, so often when we find ourselves in a situation like this, a series of emotional things happen. So, I mean, I'm going to talk from personal experience, but let's say like you just break down. You're like, I cannot believe I didn't get this job. You know, I went through all of this. Everybody told me I was going to get it. I am qualified. I feel like I had a connection with the interviewer. You know, I did everything I needed to do. I was consistent. I did this. I did that. You know, it's so disappointing. You're just like, fuck. You're like, oh, like, oh, I can't believe I missed it. And, you know, you think you're well qualified. You know, I had the degree. It must be something wrong with me. You know, if I didn't get the job, I won't be able to pay off my loans. I won't be able to pay my rent. You know, I'll fall behind my peers. I I won't have enough time to accomplish my goals. Time. Time is always a huge stressor. 
that I find is a huge trend. You know, when you find yourself being stressed, it's often because you feel like you don't have enough time. And the reality is that there are repercussions to having such thought patterns. You know, you can find yourself in a deep, like, negative space. And having these types of thoughts can lead you to have, you know, there are a lot of deep psychological implications that failure can have on people. You know, it can lead to feelings of inadequacy, feelings of uselessness, discouragement, fear. But the more that you allow these thoughts to come up and converge, you know, it can lead to even feelings of helplessness, worthlessness, and even depression in extreme cases. But, you know, what's another way to look at it? You know, you could look at it as a lesson. Also, I do want to say that this is not to say that, you know, having those feelings is wrong because that's absolutely not the case. I believe that when you do feel these feelings of, you know, helplessness and, you know, that disappointment, it's important to be able to feel that as well because if you suffocate the feelings and you keep moving forward and you neglect them, then it builds up and, you know, it'll manifest eventually because, you know, the brain is, is it's very interesting, but, um, you know, when you have a particular, like, let's, let's talk extremes. If you have a traumatic event happen to you and then you repress your feelings, if you don't allow those feelings to be acknowledged and worked through, then it's going to manifest later on, whether that's physically, emotionally, it's going to come up. So I do think that when you are feeling these lows, it's it's sometimes necessary to lean into it and to allow yourself to go through the motions. But what's important is to not stay within that space and don't allow that to be, you know, your comfort zone. You need to remember that there is hope and this that this does happen for a reason. So an alternative way to look at failure in my eyes is to see it as a lesson, like I said. Failure teaches us important lessons and it's having that perspective that's going to get you through it. Failure teaches us many things. It teaches us resilience. It teaches us trust. It teaches us patience. It teaches us and allows for introspection. You know, we learn to better understand our strengths and our weaknesses. But if we're talking more abstractly, you know, take it as a sign. Because, I mean, being open to signs from the universe is truly what tethers me during these times. And while I do thrive on logical thinking, um, you know, I'm a Virgo, <laughs> nobody knew that, um, trust that everything happens for a reason, because that's that's honestly, like, the only thing getting me through sometimes. Because at the end, end of the day, you're only controlling so much. You can only control, you know, how much work you put in and how much you show up and you know, the energy that you give, but everything else is from an exterior, um, like force. You're not going to be able to control that. So you need to trust that 
all that you can do is put one foot in front of the other and do the next right thing. You know, whatever happens next is out of your control, so detachment is key. Because, you know, we all know the saying, everything happens for a reason, but it is it is easier said than done. But what I've realized is, you know, when you want to think in that way, you know, everything happens for a reason, the key is detachment. You know, you have to trust that you're going to be okay either way. Like going back to the example of you trying to get this job. Like you're going to be fine. You're going to be just fine if you don't get the job. Yes, it would have been nice to get the job. You know, you would have been able to get started on that CV, you know, get started on building that, um, you know, what do they, what do they call them? Resumes. <laughs> you would have been taking a step forward and building your resume, um, you know, all those professional, you know, that professional capital, you're building it, whatever, like it would have been great. But you're going to be fine. It's not as though you're physically, you know, health-wise getting crippled and unable to live in the future and you're not going to be able to move forward from this. Like that failure is not going to deteriorate your life. And having that realization is a huge part due to detachment. Now you need to trust at a certain point. You need to just trust that money will come to you because I think that money is a huge stressor. I'm sorry, I can't speak tonight. Um, It's a huge stressor for a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people, some people grew up with money, you know, so they don't really have that baseline stress about money. But I feel like the general populace, especially in a capitalistic society that we live in, it's, I feel like it's a stressor for most people. But I think that the way that helps me keep a peace of mind, like what helps me keep stay safe, sane, my goodness, what helps me stay sane is that I just trust that money is going to come to me. Because if I spend all of my time sitting here worrying about money, that is not going to help me. It's not going to help me find a way out. It's not going to help me be happy in the moment because honestly, the only thing that you have is the present. It's not going to help me in any way, shape, or form. So all I have to do is trust that the universe is going to bring me the means to survive in this rude world. <laughs> um, yeah, so you just need to trust you're not going to get kicked out of your apartment. You know, maybe you have some savings or, you know, some loved ones that can help support you. Or, you know, maybe you have a nice landlord. You can be like, please, you know, I'm going to be late. You know, it's good. I'm sorry. But the bottom line is you're going to be fine. And, you know, sometimes something I have realized recently or that's really been like made clear to me recently is that we are mortals. You know, a lot of bad things can happen to us, whether that's physically, emotionally, spiritually. For, but um, for my personal sanity, I need to believe that there is some force out there looking out for me and looking out for what's best for me because there is no way in hell that I at all times know what is best for me and it wasn't true when I was a tween it's um not true now you know I am not there's no way that I know exactly what's meant for me what's best for me like 
us humans are very egotistical. You can be like, okay, this job is going to be best for me and it's going to lead me to go here and there. Like, this is what I want. So this is what I'm going to get. Like, it doesn't work like that. That's the reality. So what you need in these times is perspective. Like, think about it. Think of failure as a parent telling you not to touch a hot stove. You know, while you may see and smell, you know, those fresh cookies that have come right out of the oven just, just two minutes ago, they got popped out of the oven, they're looking splendid, you can just feel the aroma, maybe you were upstairs in your room watching something, studying, reading, whatever it is, and you come downstairs and you're so excited and you start to reach for them, you're like, ah, I want a cookie, and then your parent is like, okay, wait, wait, I just took them out, it's boiling, like if you touch that pan, you're gonna burn yourself. And you just, you know that they're going to be delicious, but you need to wait because you're being told, okay, no, you can't touch it or else you'll get burned and then you're going to be in pain and, you know, the overall experience will be diminished. Apply that same philosophy to failure. You know, beyond, um, like, let's say that you do get the job, but it turns out to be horrible and toxic. You know, that could have been, you know, in my terrible metaphor, um, for example, that would be you touching the stove anyway. Maybe there wasn't a parental figure there to tell you not to touch that hot pan. You know, what happens next after you touch the pan? If we're talking scientifically, you know, that would be an unconditioned stimulus. You know, you're like, da-da-da, like, you're just living your best life. Then you're like, ooh, cookies. Oh, it just got taken out of the oven. They're probably warm and delicious, and they're just going to melt on my tongue. Then you touch it, and you're like, ah, hot. So next time you go up to it, you're like, oh, okay, no, that's hot. That just came out of the oven. I'm not going to touch it this time. Apply that to whatever failure has happened in your real life. You know, if you didn't get that job, maybe that is preventing you from getting burned. And if you do get the job and it's terrible and you do get burned, allow that to guide you for the future. You now understand, okay, maybe this isn't the job for me. Maybe this isn't the company I want to work for. Maybe this isn't the type of environment I want to work in. Maybe this isn't even the city I want to be working in. Like, what was the issue that made that job so bad and help that guide you in your future steps and where you want to go next? And yeah, essentially, like, all, all I'm saying here is that failure in my eyes is a necessity. It's character building, you know, much like bullying, but I won't get into that right now. Um, If you didn't know, like, I do believe in bullying. I think bullying is fantastic. I think it's very, I mean, not fantastic. There's definitely limits. There's moral codes, moral limits. I don't think harassment is fine. Um, But I do think that, you know, a bit of like pot stirring is, it's character building. It's good for the soul. But, you know, if you fail at something, don't take that as something that should put you down. You know, take it as someone opening the blinds. You know, you can gain a new awareness, a new lesson from it. You know, look at it this way. Haven't you ever looked back at something you almost did and thought, wow, you know, thank God I never went there. You know, thank God I never did that. Thank God I, you know, never hung out with that group of people. You know, you will look back at these failures and feel nothing but gratitude. You know, trust me, all you need is perspective. 
But again, allow yourself to go through the motions. You know, emotions are a great indicator as well about, you know, I've said this before, but like what is serving you and what isn't. If you do get this job and you're like, okay, on paper, this is fantastic. You know, on paper, this should be working. And then you're like, why am I not happy? You know, this is a failure. Like, why am I not happy? Like, I should be so happy. Like, this is terrible. Like, maybe I'm just, like, not capable of being happy. Maybe I'm not capable of balancing this lifestyle. I'm, like, terrible, whatever. You know, I'm not saying completely neglect those feelings of despair. I feel like that's what life is about. It's highs and lows and it's neutrals. But, you know, everything is temporary, at the end of the day, you won't feel bad forever. And having those negative experiences will shape you eventually. It's, it's really truly just about the way you look at it and what you can take away from it. And I think that the moment it becomes toxic is the moment that you allow yourself to wallow in it. And you start to believe, you know, this negative narrative that you know, you're conjuring up from what you take away from this failure. It's important to hang on to your self-respect and hang on to your belief in yourself. Because at the end of the day, we're all capable of anything. It's all about what you put your mind onto and what you believe that you can achieve. It really just starts with you because, you know, I said this earlier, but we are very egotistical creatures. Like all we think about is ourselves. Like that is all you think about. If you think about what you're going through your day, you're like, okay, what, what do I want to eat? You know, what do I want to do? Am I going to go to class today? Am I going to go on zoom or am I going to go in person? Oh, she looked at me in a weird way. Oh, I, I don't want to do like, I, 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 like it's all about you. My God, I'm so sorry. I dropped my mic. (laughs) It's all about you. So, I mean, recognize that power. Recognize the power of your perspective in your brain. And, you know, allow yourself to feel those lows because, you know, they're, they're there to teach you a lesson and they're there to help you appreciate when you're, you know, in a higher point in life. But what my key takeaway here is failure is good. Failure is good and it's necessary and you're going to be fine everybody's going to be fun. (laughs) But I hope that you all enjoyed today's episode. That's all you're going to get from me. But I'll see you guys next Friday. Oh my God, consistency queen. (laughs) But I hope everybody has a nice evening and love you all. I have a new Instagram account, Collapsia Pod, and also the Twitter's Collapsia Pod if you guys have any questions or any requests that you want me to do. Um, But yeah, I hope everybody has a nice week coming ahead weekend as well. Stay safe out there, kids. You're going to be fine. Okay.